Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Everybody, gather near the doctors in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Coming to you today because uh, it is just crazy, just blowing my mind what is happening in this world of ours. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you again to Feedspot. They continue to monitor our podcast and we are still listed in the top 50 doctor podcasts on the web. So thank you, Feedspot. And that is feedspot.com, Dr. Podcasts. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And a, a shout out to Sue, to Dr. T, to Destiny, Laurie. Gosh, I guess I better stop. I'm going to forget somebody. Tana and Miami and Kate in, in, in Spain. And our other listeners in Malaga, thank you so much. Hey, guys, just remember, we've been talking about health and how to stay healthy. Your diet is important, right? We've talked somewhat about that. But remember, it's not only what you eat, it's what you watch. You know, you watch 24-7 of this junk on television, it's going to get to you. What you listen to, you know, all these podcasts, well, this is a good one. You can you can binge on this one. What you read, the people you hang around with, be mindful of the things you put into your body, both emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And as time goes on, I'm afraid it's not it's going to get a little tougher before it gets easier again. And we're going to have to practice an attitude of gratitude. And we're going to have to make sure we critically think about issues. 
Don't take anything for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Why do I say that? For lots of reasons. But, you know, we have a problem right, right now. We have too many experts. We have experts in foreign policy, law enforcement, science, education, and, of course, the medical intelligentsia. And the list goes on and on. But you know what? These experts have become highly politicized. Some even now think they should be the deciders. Think about that. The deciders rather than the advisors. They're going to decide what's good and bad for us. They want to make the laws, not the Congress. And that kind of attitude doesn't make policy more expertly based. It makes expertise more politically motivated. And you know what? These people cease being an expert at all. So we're fighting this. And we have to get back to where we can safely rely on experts. But we got to get rid of these false specialists. And a lot of them are in powerful places in our government and in so-called think tanks. So we have to, you know, think for ourselves. Because logic and thinking are grounding and stabilizing. So we can, you know, analyze the situation and get rid of the BS, see what is true and what's not true. So today, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Anthony, the almighty Fauci, and about our health, which we have been doing, correct? So I think I'm going to start out with um, Robert F. Kennedy's new book. He has a new book coming out in November. It's called The Real Anthony Fauci. Bill Gates, Big Pharma, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. This household name, this so-called bureaucratic expert who wants to rule our lives daily with flip-flopping. It's going to be all exposed in this book. He urged Congress to make it a felony to, publish, to publicly criticize the almighty Fauci. And even Dr. Fauci has declared that all those who question his pronouncements are, quote, anti-science, unquote. So, Robert F. Kennedy says, in my new book, I show that Dr. Fauci has done little to earn this title of America's doctor. Instead, he has survived 50 years as the J. Edgar Hoover of public health by consistently prioritizing big pharma products over the welfare of his countrymen and through mercenary homage to the chemical and agricultural industry, the military complex, the industrial complex, the intelligence apparatus, and all the other pushes of pills, potions, powders, poisons, pricks, and the police state. Is there anything in there that he has done anything for the average American citizen? During more than a year of painstaking and meticulous research, 
as to quote Robert F. Kennedy Jr., I unearthed a shocking story that obliterates the obsequious media spin on Dr. Fauci and that will alarm every American, whether you're Democrat or Republican, who cares about democracy, our Constitution, and the future of our children's health. In my book, I reveal how Fauci has been the principal architect of, quote, an agency capture, unquote, the subversion of democracy by a drug industry that manipulates regulators like sock puppets. Failed dismally over his 50-year career with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases to address the cause or prevent the cure of the exploding epidemics of allergies and chronic diseases that Congress charged him with curtailing. The chronic disease pandemic in his enduring is his enduring legacy. These ailments now debilitate 54% of American children compared to 6% when he joined the government's NIAD. Fauci repeatedly used fraud, bullying, intimidation, dissembling, and falsified science to win approval of worthless and deadly drugs and vaccines. Fauci sabotaged safe and effective off-patent therapeutic treatments for AIDS while promoting deadly chemotherapy drugs that almost certainly cause more deaths than the HIV. He transformed the NIAD from a public health regulator into an incubator for pharmaceutical drugs for which he and his trusted deputies often file patents and collect royalties. Dr. Fauci has claimed Moderna vaccine patent rights worth billions of dollars for NIAD and handpicked the least four of his NIAD underlings to receive $150,000 annually from, for royalties. Fauci exercises dictatorial control over the army of knowledge and innovation leaders who appear nightly on TV to parrot his orthodoxies and debunked his opponents who run his crooked clinical trials globally and who populate the independent federal panels that approve and mandate drugs and vaccines, including the committees that allowed the emergency use authorization for COVID-19 vaccines. Dictatorial control, Robert F. Kennedy says. He said Fauci violated federal law to allow his pharma, the big pharmaceutical companies, that's me, that's what pharma is. His best pharma partners to sacrifice and kill hundreds of impoverished and dark-skinned children and orphans in the United States and Africa as lab rats in deadly experiments with toxic AIDS and cancer chemotherapies. Fauci repeatedly concocted and weaponized fraudulent pandemics, including the bird flu in 2005, the swine flu in 2009, Zika 2015 and 2016, why? In order to sell novel vaccines, he partnered with the Pentagon and intelligence agencies to conduct gain-of-function experiments to breed pandemic superbugs in poorly regulated labs in Wuhan, China, and elsewhere under conditions that virtually guaranteed the escape of weaponized microbiomes biobes like SARS-CoV-2. And he goes on and on. He says his disastrous 
management ran up one of the biggest COVID death counts among all nations. Dr. Fauci has led the crusade to suppress functional remedies like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which could have avoided 80% of the deaths and hospitalizations from COVID and ended the pandemic overnight. Let me read that again. Dr. Fauci has led the crusade to suppress functional remedies like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, which could have avoided 80% of the deaths and hospitalizations from COVID and ended the pandemic overnight. This book threatens a trillion dollar vaccine enterprise. So you can pre-order this book. It will be published on November 9th. And I pray to God that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not suicidal. And I think most of you know what I mean. Well, the statistics that are being uh, thrown around, it's just incredible uh, what's happening. The CDC's own statistics show a pandemic of the vaccinated. But that's not what you hear. But the CDC's own stats prove that with, with vaccine injuries, 2,604,121. Those injuries occurred in 571,831 people. That is reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, the VAERS. It's a self-reporting system. And a lot of physicians don't want to go through the trouble of filling out the forms. So, you know, we, we advise everybody to do it yourself. So remember, you've heard that we are facing a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We've heard 99% of those hospitalized with COVID were unvaccinated. What do you think about that? The CDC and FDA typically add new cases of injuries and deaths following the vaccine every week. And you can read about those. That's a data dump every Friday on VAERS. It's a passive reporting system. And according to a Harvard report that was prepared for the Department of Health and Human Services, less than 1% report adverse reactions. So, you know, uh, Robert F. Kennedy also reports these every Friday. This past week, 12,791 deaths, 16,000 over 16,000 permanent disabilities, over 70,000 emergency room visits, 51, over 51,000 hospitalizations, and over 13,000 life-threatening events following the shot. 
And no one seems to be concerned about it. They don't, they're not concerned about thrombosis, which is the most common symptom for blood clots. Not a problem for them. So when a COVID-injected, vaccinated person suffers from blood clots, where do they go? They go to hospitals. And yet the CDC, FDA, and politicians want us to believe that there's a pandemic of unvaccinated. But their own statistics prove otherwise. Thousands of symptoms. Not all life-threatening, but I just came across a woman who had her booster shot yesterday. She looked pale, she's hurting, she don't feel right, she's nauseous. Well, we'll see what happens to the poor woman. So I'm just looking down here. I mean, this list of, of reported effects, and it's only 1% of people. It's just mind-boggling, ladies and gentlemen, just mind-boggling. I was going to read this, but I, it would take me three hours. I'm scrolling through this as fast as I can. I'm not even halfway. This is absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. I just want to see if there's anything else in this various report that I should tell you today. Bear with me. Wow, I can't believe this. I'm not down to the bottom yet. So I guess um, the one woman wrote, there are no second chances after you take the shot. Wow. Okay, so... Let's talk about Fauci, buy his book. I think it'll be worthwhile. Uh, we have to figure out why, when there are adequate therapies which can reduce, even in the elderly, even reduce the death rate to, to around 1%, not 10 or 12 or 14% like they say. Why do, are they so desperate for us to get this injection in our bodies. As an aside, you know, they inject about 40 billion RNA particles into your arm and only 25% is stay in your deltoid muscle. The rest go to all over your organs, your, your blood vessels. And you know what? It is the spike protein and it's not the virus that causes the problems. It's the spike protein. That's why when you see the, the Dr. Zelenko or the frontline medical doctor's treatment for hospitalized patients, there's no antivirals because the virus doesn't do this. It's a spike protein that does the damage. Uh, I was... I was going to talk a little bit about the control group. You know, when they when they tested the, these shots called jabs, whatever you want to call them, there was hardly any difference between the, the group that got the shot and the ones that didn't. 
And they made up a story because, you know, they can use absolute and relative risks. And my long, my long time listeners know I've been talking about this since the statin drugs. So they used a relative risk to make it look like it was working. And they said, well, we can't let the, uh, and actually the absolute risk was like 1% difference in the groups. So they went ahead and vaccinated all the placebo groups. So even though this is a study that's supposed to, that's supposed to go on for three years, you can't say, there's no control group. And the, and the illusion that these jabs work is, is that's, that's, that's proven to be true, false now, right? We have the variants. The variants. And if people have had the, the, the full vaccinations, the full shots, the full jabs, not even protected. The New York Times wrote an article on the 19th of August. Israel wants the model for beating COVID faces a new surge of infections. And the article openly admits that COVID-19 injections were given to 2.5 billion people around the world, no longer work very well. And that the people who took the jabs are now the ones getting sick and dying. From the New York Times article, one of the most vaccinated societies, Israel now has one of the highest infection rates in the world raising questions about the vaccine's efficacy. A fourth wave of infections is rapidly approaching the level of Israel's worst days of the pandemic last winter. The daily rate of confirmed new virus cases has more than doubled in the last two weeks. Making the new cases go off the charts. The vast majority of Israel's older population had received two doses of Pfizer vaccine. By the end of February, and now, here, listen to this, and now 78% of the population 12 and older are fully vaccinated. But some experts fear that Israel's high rate of infections among early vaccine recipients may indicate that the, the waning of the vaccine's protection over time. So... The vaccines did, did not protect you from getting or transmitting the disease, and, and it only lasts six months. And particularly among the older populations. That was a good article, and it just basically goes on to just to say that, you know, the, the, the shots really don't work that well. Same thing is happening in the United Kingdom, where data seems to indicate that the COVID-19 injections increase the risk for hospitalization and death rather than reducing it. Public Health Scotland data shows that fully vaccinated account for 73% of alleged COVID-19 deaths. And that the fully vaccinated are suffering a five times higher death rate than the unvaccinated. And it goes on, ladies and gentlemen. But are we are we awakening to this to this truth as we're asked to lock down again, to wear masks again, 
and God forbid what's happening in Australia, armed military going home to home, vaccinating people. They're not allowed to travel five kilometers or six miles from their house. Is this the tipping point for a disease that could have been over by now if the elites would have allowed hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin to be used? And if they had allowed scientific information from some of the most renowned experts in the world from not being suppressed, the only discussion allowed was that that agreed with the Fauci's of the world. Medical bureaucrats, politicians. They all told us how great the shot was, high level of protection. But it's indisputable that now that 75% of what are labeled new cases are breakthrough cases. They're coming from the vaccinated. The Delta variant is coming from the fully vaccinated. And it was predicted by Dr. Bosch. He says, you know, that since this injection into our bodies is like a mRNA factory, it never shuts off. It's like take pen- taking penicillin or an antibiotic every day for a year. The germs get resistant to it. And that's what he said would happen months ago. And it is happening. We're getting a new spike. Now the spike is a Delta spike. And it's disturbing to me and to a lot of my friends that the vaccinated are a public health threat, not the unvaccinated. I mean, do you you really think, do you hear what I'm saying? The vaccinated shed the pathogens in the vaccine, just as the COVID patients shed the pathogens from the virus. So remember, we didn't want to be around COVID patients a year ago. Now, you know, you have to think twice if you want to be around a crowd of vaccinated people. The vaccinated people are the ones giving COVID to the to a healthy population. This is this is mind-boggling. Turned us all into bioweapons, hasn't it? We we could go out and get everybody sick now that we had the shot. And we were even a, a threat to those of our fellow Americans that have been vaccinated because we're, we're spreaders, super spreaders are the vaccinated. In a dangerous experiment, these are experimental drugs. Remember, this is an experiment. I hate to say it, but you know, and other people have been saying it. This is just like Hitler. We're going to need passports. We're going to be Tattooed soon. And just remember, there have been a lot of deaths that no one is reporting on because they're not allowed to. Remember, the, the, the whistleblower at uh, the CDC says that there are actually 45,000 deaths from the vaccine. According to the official Eurovillagence in Europe, 
As of August 1st, there were 34,000 deaths from these injections. A couple weeks ago, I, heard, I did a show on death by modern medicine. It is proving me true, I'm sorry to say. And everything that we're hearing now is, it's all about an algorithm. And we know how that worked out when uh, we got that scare from, from Great Britain that 2 million people would die in the, in the United States. He was off. Every, every, he's never been right. So we really have to start reading more and listening more. The safety narrative and the fact that these vaccines work is, is I think that narrative is gone. A lot of conflicts of interest, starting with Fauci. As I just read from uh, Robert F. Kennedy's new book, the pharmaceutical industry is, uh, is controlling medicine. Started in 1910 with the Rockefeller. So the Rockefeller Big Pharma is really controlling everything. If you go to a hospital, you're only going to be given the drugs that are approved by Fauci. And as you will hear, I'm sure, as you do your research, remdesivir is not, has not been proven to ever work on even Ebola. There's only two references for remdesivir on the CDC website. One is from Ebola, where it failed miserably, causing kidney failure, and the other from Gilead, which is the makers of this drug, and that, that, that caused also 52% kidney failure. So you're wondering why, you know, when your kidneys stop working, you start retaining fluid, it gets into your abdomen, that goes into your lung. You know why people are drowning? It's not really pneumonia. They're drowning to death. For an experimental shot that could have been treated with ivermectin, could have been treated with hydroxychloroquine and zinc and vitamin C intravenously. And our doctors were too afraid. They're afraid of getting sued. A lot of them know that they were, what they were doing is wrong. But they didn't do anything about it. They did not do anything about it because they were afraid. And NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, and et cetera, Politicians, DOJ, CDC, they will never reveal the actual COVID vaccine deaths. That's why you have to choose critical thinking. Our government is about money and control. Do you think they really care about your health? Look at your post office. Look at Social Security. Look at anything they've touched. Is it better than when they started?
And even though vaccine fatalities are continually rising, what do you hear from our government? Keep getting the shot. Dr. McCullough from Texas, he talks openly about the COVID vaccine dangers. And he's another one. I hope he doesn't commit suicide. So that's uh, so we we want to talk about being healthy, huh? Well, I guess we got we have to start with start with this. And some people, like Paul Craig Roberts, are saying COVID will prevail as long as the known cures are against protocol. Just what I was just talking about. And when they start being honest and saying that the, the, the shot does not offer protection against the virus, it doesn't. You can still get the virus and you can still shed the virus. And as these reports start keep coming in, it's going to show that the vast majority of new COVID cases are among the fully vaccinated. And we're going to learn the real number of adverse reactions. And why did all these ABC agencies prevent the known preventative preventatives and cures like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin from being used to treat patients? Oh yeah, they did some bogus studies and used them when people that were dying, but these have to be used at the first sign of having the infection. What happened to Eli Lilly's new cure? Why has that been put on, on hold and blocked from being used? Why has the medical establishment been blocked from treating COVID patients with known safe cures? You almost could say that this medical protocol, the one approved by the ABC agencies, is responsible for the COVID deaths. As as this author said, it was the lack of treatment, not the virus that killed people. Probably they were not allowed to treat because unapproved vaccines cannot be used if there's a cure. Now, as Dr. Zelenko said, if he could have cured all these people, the, the, the pandemic would have been over by now. They would not have needed a vaccine, so they wouldn't have... Uh, had one to, to uh, go to the market and make billions of dollars. But these known cures were blocked. Did profits prevail over public health? And now we're putting this jab into our military. What's it going to do to our military that's been drawn down anyway? Is it going to guarantee them also to have large numbers of illnesses and deaths among our, those sworn to protect our country?
Just a couple more points. Iceland's a small country, uh, 95% fully vaccinated people. And Iceland, like Israel, heavily vaccinated, right? And Iceland is also now undergoing a new virus pandemic. So where's that vaccine immunity, Dr. Fauci? Missing in action, Dr. Fauci. According to Iceland Health Authority, 62% of those in intensive care are fully vaccinated. 80% of the most serious cases, those on ventilators, are fully vaccinated. Lots of questions, ladies and gentlemen. And doctors can still think for themselves, and they have to use their training and skill to find ways to help these patients. But the establishment is determined to have its control, right? They want to control independent practices, and they want that power to revoke your medical license. So, you know, a young man, uh, no matter how well he's trained and he knows what to do, he, he is definitely in fear of losing his medical license. And the gaslighting of Americans with 24-7, with the, the, the news being scripted, and given to all these news stations, they just read it. They all read the same script. So we, we do know we're, our healthcare system is dominated by the big pharmaceutical companies, right? We have to admit that. And we have to uh, come up with a plan. Where is the sense of honor of our the people that were elected. Well, Fauci was never even elected, right? I'm looking forward to that book. Well, so we have a pandemic because our public officials gave us the protocol and what to do. And it prevented the treatment with known proving cures, but they gave us an experimental vaccine, never been used on humans. And when it was used on animals, all the animals died. And what are we seeing? Like I said, we are spreaders. Those of us who got this jab are spreaders. And you know what? We're waiting in line. We can't wait to get our booster shot. We can't wait to get our booster shot. So who do you trust? Well, again, you have to, sorry to say, you have to do a little bit of work. You have to do a little bit of work. You have to sign up and read for the Children's Health Defense. Okay, Cheryl Atkinson is an incredible independent reporter. Cheryl Atkinson, go see her, her, her work. Go to Dr. Lee um, Merritt. Her website's The Medical Rebel. Go to the frontline doctors. Frontline 
doctors. These, these, these people put their lives on the line just for disagreeing with what the government has to say. You know, that would be, that would be a place to start. I'll try and, uh, bring you some honest reporting as I see it. Okay. And, um, there's a website, um, I forget what it's Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. I'm trying to think of what she calls her website. I think it's man, M A N N. She's been a, 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 a fighter, a fighter. And then Vladimir Zelenko, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O. Dr. Zelenko is a genius. People call him from all around the world to get his advice. He's in New York. He has saved thousands of people from dying by using hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and other natural remedies. Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. Okay, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O. In fact, uh, he, he was on the uh, Alex Jones show recently, August 20th. If you can uh, put up with Alex Jones interrupting him every so often, which is crazy, but you, this man had a lot to offer on that, on that show. The Alex Jones show with Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. Okay. So yeah, who do you trust? Well, you got to do your own homework. I'm sorry to say it's going to take a little bit of work. All right. So I was going to talk about what was our topic today? How much is health worth? Well, we're spending billions and billions of dollars. And remember, if you're not, if you're not sick, you just haven't had enough tests yet. You know how that works. I don't know whether we can get to that. Maybe we should save that for Tuesday. The billions of dollars we're spending on health care. And we're finding out that what is good for doctors is not necessarily good for us patients. Because there's financial incentives in modern medicine that reward treatment, not cures. And I, and, I, and I just read that doctors are going to be given bonuses for every so many vaccines that they give out. I mean, it's $1,000 if they give 20 vaccines. I mean, it's crazy. And they're experimental. And we're going to take our advice from a guy like Bill Gates that wants to depopulate the world. You know, our, our medical... Treatments are causing, or said, will cause cost somewhere around thirty-eight trillion dollars a year, and we're the last in the world. And we have to, and we'll talk about this on Tuesday. Life extension versus health extension. Life extension versus health extension. That's one thing to live long, but what's the sense of living long if you're infirm? And you can't function as a human being. Wouldn't it be my opinion to lead a healthy life for maybe some shorter years, but be healthier for the years that you do live? Nobody wants to live 
in misery. So we have achieved living longer, right? Because we, we took care of infections early on. And we've paid a lot of money for that. And medicines do a pretty good job. Okay. But our human lifespan has expanded beyond our health span. In other words, we live longer than we live the healthy, which means people suffer through the last decades of their lives in a chronic debilitated state. It wouldn't it be nice if we could have a mechanism that could repair itself. I think there are things we have to talk about. We have to talk about, as I started two weeks ago, we have to start about talk about the mitochondria. We have to talk about what we put into our bodies, exercise, our state of mind, stress. We have to have a superior interior so we keep our immune system strong. We have to prevent leaky gut, leaky brain. And don't forget the largest organ of your body, the skin. Just don't splash anything over it. I've just read that Johnson & Johnson's sunscreen is, has toxic cancer chemicals in it. And I just, just let me leave you with a word of hope here, because this was first brought out by Dr. Russell Jaffe last year on our, on our podcast. Inherited gene mutations represent only 2% of disease. You are not bound by the fate determined by your parents and grandparents. They only make up 2%. You can influence the other 98% by lifestyle changes. Aging itself is not determined by DNA sequences. Okay, so we can do something about that. So your mom or dad may have died prematurely. That doesn't mean you have the same fate. Epigenetic aging can be reversed. So let's talk about that. I, I want it's just I get so upset when I see all of the false reporting about COVID and how they demonize the unvaccinated when it's the vaccinated spreading this disease they are they are spike producing factories so we'll talk about that on tuesday all right thank you for tuning in it's always a pleasure to be here on podbean and we're on stitcher spotify tune in iheart apple Podcasts, google play and yes It does make your head explode. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, see you Tuesday. Have a great rest of the day. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. He's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The 
doctor is in the house doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house so if you have a pain call the doctor if you have a strain call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house see you next week <laughs>